Well, we did it again, folks. It turns out that there is not much demand for reimagined Scrooge content 52 weeks of the year. Yeah. And to be fair, uh, I thought there were going to be tons of ideas for serialization with that story. Like people would want to stick around with Scrooge and see who he's nice to this week. And that just is not the case. Uh, That writer's room was so fucking quiet. (laughs) Nobody had anything fun for Scrooge to do. It was also hands down the most difficult episode to edit we've ever done. Oh, Lord. It was a toughie. And I think did a great job, though. We dodged a bullet with that one (laughs) not working out. Now, something else has happened in the intervening weeks since we last uh, spoke. We, we were worried we were going to have to hang that jersey up in the rafters and uh, not talk about it anymore, but uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg is back, baby! You all ready for this? That's right, Pete Buttigieg. Back from Has- sabbatical. And he's ready to kick some fucking ass. Yes, that's right. He is now going to be in charge of the Department of Transportation. All those vroom vrooms and beep beeps. Look out. There's a a new mayor in town. A man who previously was in charge of a small town's fleet of 60 buses that did not go to the poor neighborhoods. (laughs) Well, that's that's how you keep your buses in good shape. That's right. Yeah, it, it, are you it, trying to do luxury buses? What are you doing? That's where they go, man. The shuttle service to the football games. Hmm. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, someone from Indiana, it, Northern Indiana, Michigan border, known for its smooth McAdam. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those highways. <laughs> They're doing a tip-top job maintaining those those uh. Highways and byways up there. But now, those byways will also be gay ways. <laughs> and isn't that what's important? <laughs> no more no, no more straight. straight no more straightaways. Oh, man. That's more fun. That That's more fun racing anyway. I mean, mm. try to go in a straight line or a big circle. Keep, lots of curly cues in there. I think the Europeans have the right idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they always show uh, Alexis driving around a mountain high ro- road that's, you know, cur- curls around a, a mountain up and up and up. And you're like, wow, before they built that road, the Hobbit just had to walk that whole way. <laughs> and then they show the Hobbit behind the wheel of an all-new Jaguar. They really, they could have made so much more money off those Lord of the Rings movies if they just uh, let the hobbits enjoy some of uh, the the cream of this modern era. Like, I, I think they could have sold some Rolexes. Some product placements in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you think the way that those those boys like to the snack, they, they wouldn't love a, a bag of Cheetos or two? Some Some elf. Named like Isildril or something is like, here, Frodo, take this Mountain Dew live wire. It will help you on your journey. <laughs> they probably, instead of Cheetos, they should have had Funyuns because they're golden rings. Mm, that's right. Or just instead of the rings, they're just Funyuns. Although Funyuns might not be on board for the Funyuns being or- associated with the, uh, you know. Tricking the lords of men and elves into uh, becoming wraiths. Nobody wants to. Do you you think that uh, the the uppity-ups, the muckety-mucks at Funyuns uh, were like philosophy majors? Or, or... Well, you know, I don't think you have to have a degree, an advanced degree in philosophy to understand that it ain't good being transformed into a wraith. 
but they're pretty cool. They have big swords. <laughs> I guess that is true. There were a lot of commercials back in the day where so you you drink a Capri Sun and then you turn into the Terminator bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably good Funyuns didn't do that. I don't think people would like the idea of turning into an onion. And remember, Frodo, if you ever need me, hit me up on my Skytel two-way pager. <laughs> That's just Liam Neeson as Liam Neeson just popping in to warn Frodo. They He's coming after those orcs. He's like, I just want to kill these black bastards. They could have been playing the Lord of the Rings video game on their phone. Mm. Get yeah. on their trek. They're just in the movie. They're like, damn, if this were a video game, this would be a really cool level. <laughs> Look right through the camera. It's going to be a lot more winking in this version of Lord of the Rings. Mm. are going to be a lot more like Bill and Ted where they're just like, whoa, this is awesome all the time. <laughs> Thanks for the gifts. 69, bro. <laughs> That's what Sam says to Frodo when he finds him in that bed. <laughs> it's like something out of a Stevie Nicks music video. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. did rewatch the first one of those over Christmas break. How was it? Um... <laughs> enjoyable uh the longing looks uh were were even even bigger in 4k oh yeah you know what i actually did watch it just uh yeah like a couple of weeks ago it's kind of like a it's associated with christmas i feel yeah it's one of those ones they always dropped during christmas break so you'd always go and see that or the harry potter or something at christmas time star wars tried to jump on that bandwagon no new star war no nope. no new star war this year and probably for the best out of elf wars yeah it's gonna have wars who's next dog wars we're gonna have dog wars what about uh what was that what was that show on like tlc Storage Wars. Storage Wars. <laughs> but this time it's to the death. So TLC announces 10 new spin-off series in 2021. The Storage Wars Extended Universe. They're going to have tie-ins where they have to team up with the guys from the Pawn Stars. Would would is this like where Watto got his stuff? Is Watto like one of the the main characters of Star Star Warage Wars? Yeah, they're just every time they like go to a new place, they're like, "All right, now let's go put our guns in a climate controlled storage facility. This is the best place to keep a lightsaber; keeps it from getting rusty." And it's so affordable. But boy, oh boy, if you don't make the payments, here come the Storage Wars guys. They find the lightsaber. Now they're in charge of the universe. Ooh, so so they're kind of lightsaber repo men? Like, I, yeah. you got to go and you got to harvest your own crystal and it's part of the, like, you have to build your own saber. But, I mean, those crystals have value. You got to pay your taxes or you're going to have a, a repo man show up. That would be amazing if they made another Star Wars movie. But it, the plot was that at the end of the last one, Luke Skywalker, like buried his lightsaber out in the desert or, you know, someone else did because he died. And then it like, hey, we get Watto back in here and doing uncut gems with Watto. <laughs> God, I'm 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 gonna undercut him and 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 get this this lightsaber crystal. <laughs> Whoo! I mean, <clears throat> as far as ethnic stereotypes go, that's pretty much a one to one. See that it's problematic in any way. Loves gambling. <laughs> Big snout. <laughs> 
<sighs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've said we've said some stuff already, huh? Yeah, I apologize. Hmm. All right. Do you have an idea for a podcast this week? I do, and it is called As Herodon Podcasts. And this is just going to be one big long commercial for a product that we choose. As heard on podcast. We love to sell uh, these uh, sort sort of uh, formerly infomercial products. I, I guess they still are. I think there are entire infomercial channels, but we would just be doing an audio one so that these products can print on their box as heard on podcasts, much like as seen on TV issues. Ah. So, yeah, it's like a a podcast where we just talk about kind of the paid program. The, the stuff that would come on, like, uh, when they ran out of game shows in the afternoon during the week. Or or if you're uh, formerly, I, I think, like 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., pretty much any cable channel was, was three consecutive. Yeah. If you ever had mono... In high school, you're probably very familiar with some of these products, as well as some after-hours hotlines. Mm-hmm. Let's chat. Have fun. They always sounded so calm. And then they sell you a slap chop. <laughs> I called the wrong. I called the wrong number. I'm sorry. I was. I was trying to talk to local singles. Yes, I'll buy a slap chop. I guess. Would we would we stay in the fair of the uh, classic as seen on TV products, Ronco food dehydrator, the uh, magic bullet? Yeah, I I don't know if we should. Uh, maybe we should start out in our wheelhouse and 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 do them for podcasting products. So we start out plugging microphones and. Yeah, start uh, small, and and then we can we can get to the point where I don't. I mean, it doesn't really go up, does it? Yeah, I, I don't. If I've ever bought any anything off of one of those. Yeah, I think I bought a uh, maybe a a birdhouse that had a clear back on it that you suction cup to your window so you can see uh. what those fuckers are doing in there. One time <laughs> that said it uh, just a- seen on TV. Your hands and face pressed against the glass. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're fucking in there. Fuck those eggs. <laughs> They're fucking the eggs. This is a dirty birdie family. <laughs> Stepmom bird fucks egg. <laughs> <sighs> yeah as heard on podcast or or uh we we've done uh podcasts in the the, the past where we've uh you know bought some of the wonderful products offered by wish maybe we could uh do a favor for them and 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 just do a commercial for some of their products. Try to try to sell some of that stuff. Move oh, some yeah. units. Yeah. Oh, I finally got my old man mask. So. Oh yeah. Now we can go out pranking people like okay. we're Johnny Knoxville. You Although, try to go to to Kroger on the what is it the first Wednesday of the month? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got, I got one. This is a show. It. This show called Let Us Name Your Baby. <laughs> I, I like it. And it's people uh, are so bad at doing that. I, I think that we that it would be an improvement to their life if they would let us name their babies. It's a lot of pressure. I don't I've had to name a couple of babies. And man oh man. Sometimes people don't like your ideas. It's a big mistake, like like telling people ahead of time, like, oh, we think we're gonna call him this, and then everyone's like, mm, uh. mm-hmm. and then you're like, well, now if I do that, it's gonna look disrespectful. 
and it's a, so, it's a tough thing. You want an original name. You you don't want your kid uh, going to their kin- kindergarten class and and there being five more, you know, Jonathan's. Christophers, yeah. yeah. So you, you want, want be them like... to be original, but not for it to be so weird that you're you know their their personality forms around the germ of this kid has a weird name. Yeah. This is this is our son Damocles. <laughs> now hold still. His he, he's just in his little uh you know bassinet. And instead of uh you know the, it's a mobile. Yeah, instead of the planes you got uh little little Game of Thrones swords hanging down just over little him. Little swords hanging over him in his bed. Would you go for authenticity with that and have those things be sharp as hell? Yes, and hanging by a single hair. Yeah. But in the finest seat next to the king. <laughs> of course, we'd have to... We'd well, have in, to... in America, we don't have kings, so this would be a vice president, baby. <laughs> it's a baby vice president. The catch is there's a sword always dangling <laughs> over his head. <laughs> People in America are like, oh, we love the baby. Oh, but we're so worried about yeah. the sword dangling above People him. would say, like, he's so young. I don't know if he has the experience to make the tough decisions. But then you could argue, like, this baby has known nothing but terror. He yeah. is. He is. Very assured in his decision making because he has to be. If he made a wrong one, he wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be having this first birthday party right now. <laughs> yeah, this happy birthday, a... Vice President, baby. Proven track record here. Yeah. So that's a good idea for a name. We we you got another one? This is now we're just in a show within a show where we are trying to come up with names. Oh, uh, just just a, another name for a baby. Uh, how about uh, um, I I I I like naming naming the the babies after the heroes. So how about a Robin Hood? Ooh, first name Robin, middle name Hood. People are like, is he named after that soft that software app where people lose all their money? Yes, <laughs> doing casino stock of markets. He is. What else would he be named after? Woo. I do wonder a little bit uh, about uh, uh, I in a former job I had uh, I had a coworker named Alexis, and people couldn't stop calling her Alexa. And she was like, "Yeah, it, it's five years ago or something, it just started happening, and now more people get my name wrong than get it right." And at some point, they just it, it keeps getting worse and worse. They're not just accidentally calling her Alexa. They're, they're also like, telling her to do shit for them. <laughs> they're like, hey, Alexa, can you play Boot Scoot Boogie? And of course she can. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to. Alexa, start the Roomba. <laughs> and of course, there's like three people listening to this like, no, 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 no. Our own show has been shut off, and it's now Boot Scoot Boogie and a robot. <laughs> I don't know. Should should we play something with a little more Caribbean flair if the Roomba's going to be going? Yeah. Alexa, play Cuban Pete from the Mask soundtrack. <laughs> Do you got another name? Let's bring back Charlton. Charlton. Yeah. Like like Heston? Yeah. He didn't well, There's good stuff about Charlton Heston. It's not all bad. People. It's not all bad. You know, I don't think he he meant it to be cool, but one time he read all the lyrics to Cop Killer in front of Congress. <laughs> and if I man oh man, I wish I could find what, the was footage that the of that. same congressional hearing that Frank Zappa was that i believe yes but just hearing on the wall that you know the planet of the apes guy going die 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 pig die 
<laughs> he did some pretty great stuff late late in life. I I also find the fact that he was willing to come back and be in Tim Burton's uh, Planet of the Apes as an ape to be no one, shit one, one of the best things in the movie. It wasn't a good movie, but they they sure as hell put an eighty something Charlton Heston in that makeup chair for six hours. Did they really? Yeah. My God. That's incredible. I had no idea. It was so realistic. I thought I was transported. <laughs> he was a damn to the dirty of the apes. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's like, get your dirty hands off me, you damn dirty ape. And then the <laughs> Charlton has the name. It's like, that's my line. I mean, Mark Mark Wahlberg likes to fight. I I I I would have paid to have seen a an 82 year old charlton heston fight a 29 year old mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i always get charlton heston i get charlton heston and clint eastwood confused a lot yeah but i guess that they're pretty similar that would just be a movie where it, it's planet of the chairs and it's just an empty chair planet <laughs> he's yelling at the All right, give me another idea for a podcast. Okay. Uh, this one is also a try-to-make-money idea. It's called okay. Who's Who in Podcasting. And you know how uh, they would try that scam where they'd sell a book called mm-hmm. Who's Who in... Among America's High School Students. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you pay 100, and, 100 bucks and you get your name in it and it lists... Lists Just, all your accomplishments, and and then you hope, I guess, uh, that prospective uh, employers, you know, keep up to date and have have their uh, who's who books right next to their encyclopedias Britannica, and you know peruse them regularly. <laughs> but this would be a similar sort of opportunity for people to. Purchase and, and I guess we would just be reading a whole lot of uh, high school transcripts and uh, just just trying to let America's uh, um, employers, but also college admissions boards, know that you know uh, Damocles Smith is you know Damocles a great debater. Smith. A serviceable soccer player and a member of the AB honor roll, and right. loved very much by his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also part of the fellowship of Christian athletes. Mm-hmm. Now, I took the liberty of going over to eBay.com and I searched "Who's Who Among American High School Students," and wouldn't you know it. We could try and get an entire collection of these things. <laughs> it's going to cost us quite a bit. It looks like they, this. Yeah, they're is they're a, they're true collectors items. This racket dates back to the 1970s. A lot of these say rare and vintage, but uh, it looks like they average about ten bucks a pop. Wouldn't it be fun to have like a big, you know? One of those clue-style home libraries, you know, floor-to-ceiling <laughs> bookcases. One of those, but instead of the the great red works leather of chairs. literature and philosophy, it's just it's just these the music from Masterpiece Theater playing, and you're puffing on a pipe. Ah, hello! <laughs> Behind you, it's just an entire collection of every who's who among American high school students. Maybe we could do a fact checking one. You know, just check in on some of these. Just you know, call people from the 1981 Who's Who Among American High School Students and make sure that their their records check out. Yeah, how many of these kids were just going down to the reservoir with a you know twelve pack of Bush Light and setting a picnic table on fire? Mm -hmm. Maybe some of them are sucking chili dogs behind the Tasty Freeze. You know, and and not the most decorated member of the ROTC. You know, 
they say he says in that song that Diane, all this stuff about how you know Jack wants to be a big football star. Diane, on the other hand, just wants to see the backseat of Jackie's car. She's got no real goals other than wanting to get fucked in a car. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to yuck any yums here, but aim higher, Diane. Do they Where are they now? If Jack has even made the football team. <laughs> no, I don't believe he does. He also says he's going to do something about uh, do as he please, which is runner up for grossest idea of having sex in a song after that Fleetwood Mac song where he says, I'm going to lay you down in the tall grass and let me do my stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to do like he's got a uh, like a chemistry lab little setup. Just going to do my stuff here. (laughs) I always thought that that lyric was. uh... An oral sex. Uh... I mean, it probably is, <laughs> but it's it's so lazy sounding that I imagine it's something other than sex. Like she thinks he's gonna get do her stuff. Mm-mm. He's like, I'm gonna go uh, sniff glue and build models now. <laughs> That's my stuff. A gasoline soaked rag. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, let me do my stuff. <laughs> All right, I got I got another idea here. Okay. This is a podcast called Celebrity Height Guessers. Ooh. Then uh, I think this one like pretty on, much on the boardwalk, this. right? Can can we guess weight too? We could guess height, we could guess weight. What else? What else uh, could we find a record of age? Yeah, I think they normally guess height, weight, age. Some of them will guess your birth month, but they they get to be within like three months. Yeah, they get they get the spread. That's just the the chance one. Uh, um, I was we, I was we we could guess their their uh, you know, inseam. Well, th- we'd have to be able to find this information. That's true. I- otherwise, have to talk to we a could lot just of... be speculating. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get in touch with a lot of the the stars, you know, the the people who dress them, the that clothe them, and know these sorts of things. They're doctors, mm-hmm. or you know, the receptionist at their doctor's office. Get to know her really, really well. Get Look a, at yeah. all of the pictures of her kids. Take her to lunch regularly on Wednesdays and get that information. And then she's like, wait, did you ask about Bill Nye? Oh, no. Sorry. I thought you meant Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a bummer? If we had a hot, yeah. We thought, oh man, Bill Nye, such a big draw. And then instead, whoops, Bill Nye from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean and I believe the Underworld franchise. Yeah, I think he's in Love Actually. Yeah, he's in Love Actually. Um, You know, like there's, as long as we get, a Bill Nye or a Bill Nye, we're going to be fine. We just have to to promote the correct actor. Yeah. Slash science guy. <laughs> but Bill Nye's an actor now, so I wasn't wrong starting out there. Yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. No, the ball's clearly in Nye's court. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> what he's, he's getting dunked on right now. He's. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of the kids are saying that nah, he's washed. He's got no science in those bones. <laughs> this is what we do. We just pitch the idea of a science podcast to Bill Nighy. Yeah, that's. I think that's where where we're headed right now. It's the Chicago way. You educate children. You make the kids smarter than Bill Nye did. <laughs> 
Yeah, so celebrity height guessers would just be us guessing the heights of celebrities and then looking it up. Do you have how do you have we any? Were. Can 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 we do a dry run right now? All right, so here's I just went to a celebrity height website. I don't know who any of these people are. God damn it, these aren't celebrities. Holy hell. Whoever runs this website, celebheights.com, don't go there okay, until okay. after we've finished the game. But it is a very, it's a surprising website because uh, it appears that the way that they prove the heights of these celebrities is the guy who runs the website gets his picture taken next to these celebrities. (laughs) He is is the $1 bill. He's the guy. He is the ruler for all celebrities. (laughs) All right, here we go. Lil Nas X. Well, he's Lil. Um, five six. Five six. No, he is six foot one and three quarters inches. Oh, what a big X! What a big Nas X! Big Nas X. Maybe he's got a lot of tall friends. I, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know that I've ever seen him. The only time I've seen him even perform was when he was in Roblox and he was like 100 feet tall. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's actually shocking to find out he's only six feet tall. All right. How about this? We're just in the ends. Kevin Nash. Oh, Big he's sexy. Big sexy, yeah. Uh, I remind you that Lil Nas X. I think he's slightly. I, I'm going to say just under seven foot. I'm going to say six eleven. Six foot nine. Ah, okay. There is an eight inch difference between Lil Nas X and Kevin Nash. Maybe about- maybe Kevin Nash is just medium sexy. Maybe maybe there's going to be a new world order of uh, giants. Just how about, just how, how about this one? Steve Nash. Uh six three. Six one. Oh damn. He's a little shorty. I mean for the NBA. Yeah. It's funny how that really, you know, it's all about perspective. You find out that little Nas X is six one, and you're like, damn, all right. And then you see like Steve Nash is six foot one, and you're like, mm-mm. No scrubs. <laughs> what about Nisi Nash? Five five. Five three. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's not... It, it's it's not. I I couldn't picture Lil Nas X. It's not hard to be kind of close on these people I can picture, but I'm not I'm not nailing any of these. All right, I got a new idea. I will give you two celebrities, and you guess which one is taller. How about that? Fair enough. First one, Lee Norris, famous for playing Minkus on Boy Meets World. Lovely. Or Chris Novoselic, the bassist of Nirvana. Okay. Now, this is difficult because I have not laid eyes on Lee Norris in, in a dog's age. He was in some teen shows, One Tree Hill. Uh, I think that did, did Minkus get sexy? No, no. Minkus he was still a, a nerd kid in those shows. He was like twenty seven and playing a high schooler and a nerdy one at that. I'm guessing his face just got more exaggerated. Ah, yeah, not a good, not a. Anyway, okay. Anyway, um, I'm. I'm going to guess uh, Chris Novoselic looked like a bear of a man, mostly because he was standing next to tiny Kurt Cobain, and you're trying to trick me, so I'm going with big man Lee Norris. All right. Well, Lee Norris is five foot nine. Chris Novoselic, six foot seven inches. Oh, just a bear of a man. Fair enough. Just a, yeah. He told Guitar World magazine. I was already six foot seven. (laughs) 
I thought maybe Kurt Cobain was five one, and and it was just one of those things where <laughs> Kurt Cobain is actually only three foot eight, <laughs> and if you catch him, he grants you a wish. <laughs> and 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 it was a huge burden on his life, and that's why he's no longer with us, as he mm. hated granting your wishes. No, well. <clears throat> Courtney Love caught him, and then she wished for him to die. <laughs> Do you think it like it? It, it was a uh, Twilight Zone kind of twist. Like she didn't really mean it; she just said it offhand. But he had to grant mm-hmm. the wish. But he was yeah. happy about it because he was finally free of her. <laughs> back, back into his magic genie lamp. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Let's uh let's head to the head to the hotline. Okay. Now folks, if you wanna if you wanna give us your idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us as always at our hotline, the podcast hotline 702 podcast. That's 702 P O D C A S P as in penguin. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. Or you can write into us. At we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. And we have an email this week. <clears throat> it says, Hi, AJ. Hi, Nathan. I've always been a big fan of comics, but one that has never made sense to me is Heathcliff. Could you do a podcast where you talk about Heathcliff? What's the point of him? Is there some joke I'm not getting? Is he Garfield's brother? And this comes to us from Feline Frustration in Frankfurt, which I, I like. This is the first time somebody's made up like a sleepless in Seattle yeah. name. Well, well, also, like, I, I kind of feel like I, a Dear Abby or Ann Landers right now about to, you know, lay down my verdict on the on this. I think that Heathcliff is is Heathcliff not uh, take Garfield and Fat Albert and put them in a blender. Is There's that not more the appeal. I feel like Heathcliff doesn't make sense a lot. Like if you're talking about the actual like the comic most, books. Most yet. of my experience with Heathcliff is uh, with his animated series, which yeah. I think, like Garfield, the animated series is better than the comic strip itself. Yeah, Heathcliff the comic. Well, I tried to search and I got the Wuthering Heights character. Maybe we do something with that, huh? Has that been done before, Heathcliff and and we, uh, Kathy from the Kathy strip, and they're <laughs> they're in love? I don't think that's been done. No, no, Heathcliff. I feel like I've seen. Yeah, uh, there. If I search, it came up. Heathcliff comics. Don make no sense, and. Uh, We've got one here, Heathcliff, and he's got a wheelbarrow full of dogs. And it, and then uh, he says, he often borrows my wheelbarrow and such. There's another one where it's Heathcliff, and he's in a gym lifting weights with a bunch of other guys lifting weights. And it says Lincoln Gym, and they all have, they're all dressed like Abraham Lincoln. And the man outside says, they're popping up all over. Oh. Here's another where Heathcliff is in a deli. And there's a lady at the counter ordering. And Heathcliff is wearing what appears to be an old-timey football helmet that says ham on it. And then the butcher says, don't order ham. I'm almost under the impression that Heathcliff is like written in like another language and then poorly translated. Like it's a <laughs> Japanese comic strip. Maybe the guy who wrote Heathcliff uh, got it approved just because it was uh, good drawings of animals and they didn't actually, they just looked at them and didn't read what was in the bubbles. Maybe, maybe there was uh, a newspaper editor who couldn't read but faked his way to where he got <laughs> using cronyism and backroom politics to amass his 
his his his wealth, and maybe just loved a, the 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 picture of a snaggletooth orange cat and wanted one all his own. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say one what that if it was... wouldn't wouldn't steal his lasagna. <laughs> I was going to say what if what if it was just somebody's grandma working at the newspaper. It's like, is this the orange cat you wanted so much? <laughs> so that's uh, what's the point of Heathcliff? And I think we could go on at length. Yeah, I, I don't think we figured out what it is yet. And I think, uh, you know, after 100 episodes, we would find that there isn't one. Yeah, it's just it's it, it, it's it, to, it, it's it, a, a question that is a hole for you to throw your time into. Yeah, this podcast won't be good, but the the documentary podcast of our slow descent into madness <laughs> will be a huge hit. <laughs> Hearts of Darkness. <clears throat> All right, let's let's see what the Podtron has for us this week. The Podtron forty five hundred, folks. It's a it's an artificial intelligence that we gave. Uh, a list of the most popular podcasts on iTunes, and uh, it chews them up, and it spits out new ideas that uh, it thinks might be just as big of a hit, if not bigger. And I'm seeing one right away that looks pretty good to me. It's called Man of the Horn. Man of the Horn. Man of the Horn. And of course, this would be all about Chuck Mangione. <laughs> Are we going to focus on uh, pre-King of the Hill Mangione or post? Or uh, all things Mangione? I would say that probably the most interesting would be the pre and the post. We all know what he was doing during King of the Hill. He was playing a fictionalized version of himself on King of the Hill. I'd like to know what else he did. Yeah, I agree. That it's pretty much King of the Hill and uh his album covers. And maybe I, I've I've been on I've graced that Wikipedia page uh, a handful of times. He loves hugging that horn. Mm-hmm. Was it a flugel horn? I think so. Yeah. He man, he hugs that horn. Well, I mean, it's his meal ticket. It's his bread and butter. It's his baby doll. Nothing nothing good's coming to my life without you, sugar. Now let me give you a kiss. And you can make that sweet sound. He's fucking that horn. <laughs> oh. Yeah, when, when, when he lets that... his uh, 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 spit valve out, uh, look out! That's not spit. <laughs> that's, that's what the song Feels So Good is about. It's about him fucking that horn. <laughs> he comes home after a long day he lays that horn down on a bed of roses and he reaches over and drops the needle on the record player just dicking down the yeah <laughs> yeah horn. do you like listening to his own records to chuck mangione is like watching a uh, uh like a sex movie you made with your lady for for the average american mm. yeah plus he's listening to the song while he's making love to the horn so mm-hmm. it's like inception and maybe we could get him on now that we've said <laughs> like, all this like, shit what, what 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 if that inception horn was just a very very slowed down version of chuck mangione <laughs> You I mean, anybody could be up. playing that one fucking note. You speed up the movie. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Do you got one from the Podtron here? I do. It's called Dollywood Podcast Charlie. And I, I think that uh, Charlie's probably using the NATO alphabet and... Uh, this is probably a podcast about what Dolly would be like in wartime, like when we're all hunkered down and and, and there there are the Russians at the gates of Dollywood and, and we're saying, 
Hell no, you can't come in. This is where we listen to country western music and ride roller coasters. I I was imagining that maybe they had like that Dollywood had had balkanized. Oh, during during some sort of a, a wartime situation. So there's there's also a Dollywood. I, I, alpha I thought this was going to be like the Bravo. new album. Like we'd be saying like Remember Dollywood. So we oh, make our last stand, but uh, it could go either way. So <clears throat> we'd all be sneaking out with precious dolly relics like we'd have wigs and dresses on as, as, as we try to make our way out into the night. We can't <laughs> let that sort of uh, memorabilia get destroyed by our enemies. <laughs> You're like a G.I. in Dresden just running away with dollies. <laughs> yeah, try to get out before the firebombing of Dollywood. <laughs> She's got an armful of giant bras. <laughs> they, like we're all wearing them as helmets. <laughs> a bunch of irregularly sized basketballs. They <laughs> <sighs> just carry the basketballs in the bras. I um also launch the basketballs with the bras. <laughs> yeah, that's when you get in a pit in a pinch. We had to leave some of those basketballs behind. Some of my best friends had their heads bonked by those basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. Oh. I was thinking also that uh with Dollywood podcast Charlie, this is a, a bit of a stretch, but what if, you know, Dolly Parton has been in the news uh, what some might say is an unusual amount in the recent past almost as if she hired some new publicist who's been uh, kind of ju- juicing the juicing the stats a little bit on the buzz around Dolly Parton she uh, got, got, got her finger on, on the scale a little bit she somehow Maybe got credit for the uh, vaccine that's going to save the world is that not legitimate didn't she i i think she donated some money but wasn't it pre everything going to shit like it was like she had some sort of vision of of she had a premonition i don't know like somebody who worked for her made made a really really good decision and her publicist was like bingo they like yeah. looked through all of her investments and they're like, aha, ah, yes, it looks like uh, some of your <clears throat> some of your investment portfolio was in Pfizer. So uh, <clears throat> what we'll say is anyway, yeah, all of that was to say that it makes me suspect that perhaps uh, someone close to Dolly, if not Dolly herself, is gra- is grappling with the mortality of Dolly Parton. I I think uh, that that's a huge part of it. It it kind of reminds me of when uh, Betty White had her moment, which I think is close to a decade ago now. And I think Betty White's still going strong. Yeah. I don't, I just got tired of, 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 of Betty White's like uh, a victory lap. It's, it's a very long, slow victory lap. Yeah. I mean, like, Lake Placid, that was in the 90s. They were still doing, like, Betty White saying bastard in, like, the 2010s. Oh, Anyway. Maybe Dollywood Podcast Charlie is something akin to Willy Wonka. Where we're going to find... Who's going to run Dollywood next? Yeah. Yeah. Dolly Parton, she did that podcast with Jad Abumrad from the science show. Maybe maybe we get her on our dumbass thing and uh, we help her pick out one good little girl or boy from the Ooh. scummiest depths of Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one. Where, where are we going to hide these tickets that, that, that all these hill folk have to look for? We're, we're going to put one ticket in with the hill folk 
and then each of the other ones will go to a neighborhood full of disgusting theme children. <laughs> and then we'll have a Hunger Games for it. <laughs> so that's another way we could go with it. But maybe maybe we go both ways and have the do the Hunger Games angle and then it's a it's kind of a Terminator 2 opening scene. Can we all yeah, well that goes with what I was about to ask. Uh can we do a pope sort of thing where there's a special colored smoke? Yes. Comes up when 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 Dolly passes. They got all that gunpowder from left over from when they quit doing the Dixie Stampede like 3 <laughs> years ago. I actually don't know rightly what goes on at the Dixie Stampede. I've never been myself. Yeah, cuz folks, let 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 it go on the record that Nathan and AJ never had any interest in going to a the South in the Civil War themed uh, musical theater show, I think, is what it was. Like, uh, let's double book that with a gathering of the Juggalos in that intersection is is where I'm at. <laughs> hey, invite Louis Farrakhan, too. <laughs> I'm just down for that. Just have the Dixie Stampede, but it's Juggalos versus Black Israelites. <laughs> It's not about it's not about the civil war yeah, we, no we, more. We have to bring about the situation in which Dollywood podcast Charlie could exist, and I think that this is a good start. Yeah, that's that's how it starts is with Dollywood reopening, and they're going to let five special children inside. And you find out that it, the whole place has just been run in the interim by. The, uh, bl- the black Israelites. Yeah, and 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 me and Nathan are a couple of regular slugworths, uh, just like pushing this thing along, trying to make sure it happens. We're like going to Charlie and being like, "Listen, once you're inside, <clears throat> I will pay you handsomely if you can bring me back one of Dolly's brassiers." <laughs> And then at the end, the twist is that we didn't really uh, have anything to do with it. We just wanted one of those yeah. brassiers. And, and Grandpa Jack came through. Yeah, he <clears throat> stuffed one in his pants. It was great. Yeah. And it, and this is our new podcast idea. Celebrity boob guessers. <laughs> All right, here's my second idea from the Podtron. This is called Kick-Ass News to Us with Chris Booker. Okay. And I think this is a... You remember when... uh, What's his name? That uh, The guy from The Office that just looks at the camera? John Krasinski. Remember when the, when the pandemic started and he was like, you know, you know what the people need? It's me being positive. People need to know that I'm having a good time in my in my mansion that I bought from looking at the camera, just saying, "Hey, here's some good news." And everyone was like, "Oh, we're here for it." And he was like, "Oh, oh you know what? I just sold this idea, and I'm done. <laughs> Peace. Maybe we could do something kind of a uh, you know." In the same genre, but different enough that we can't be sued by whoever bought his idea and made him stop doing it. Kind of a is this the is this the show with the man who looks at the camera that you wanted for Christmas? Yeah. No, Grandma. So. What 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 does he own? Like being positive during a pandemic? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know, and I'm not sure who bought that from it. Maybe it was like a Slugworth type character. Yeah. I, he I was just bought say, it to like, shut it down. We we could do it concurrently with Dollywood Podcast Charlie, but I, honestly, I don't think that we need to uh, uh, reap or sow any sort of chaos. I mean, there's plenty going around, and I don't think that he owns misery. 
I don't even. Here's the other thing, is that I'm not sure who Chris Booker is, but whoever he is, he's just <clears throat> he's kind of we're we're gonna just hang him out like a like a Toreador's uh, yeah. cape, so that uh, when is Krasinski a, comes for us, C H Chris or is it a K Chris? It's a C H. Okay. I'm looking on Wikipedia. There's a disambiguation page. We can either go with. Uh, an American radio and TV personality. Uh, then there's Christopher Booker, a British journalist and author. Uh, there was a baseball pitcher, Chris Booker. He's currently the pitching coach for the Billings Mustangs. And they... Ooh. They said power- to Montana. Yeah. And then Chris Booker, the basketball player, who uh, was a power forward for Purdue University, and uh, that's where now it ended. Drinks boiler makers. Yeah, it looks like uh, he got completely left out of the 2004 NBA draft, and then uh, he played in several Eastern European countries. In March 2016, he left Igokia and signed with Zlatarog Lasko for the rest of the season. Whew. So we get him. All, all of our college athletes that don't cut it in the professional sport of their choice end up making a life for themselves in these countries and stay there? That's interesting. Like, I wonder how many... You know, high school all Americans are just being like, "Yeah, I'm Polish now, man. It's it's crazy, it's, it's but it's wild. a lot of fun." They have the best sausage, man. Come to Poland; it'd be great. We, you know, we can hang out like old times. Move to Poland. Who's their Who's their Jack Nicholson? Just sitting courtside at every game. <laughs> I. It's a mob boss. It's always a mob boss. <laughs> Slavo Zizek. There, like it is not a problem if you bring your gun to work. You're encouraged to do so. You should. Why wouldn't you? It's stupid not to. Kick-ass news to us with Chris Booker. Maybe okay. we get we get Chris Booker to tell us the news instead of instead of a show where we tell good news. We have we hire Chris Booker, the radio personality or failed athlete. Let's to, get them uh, all. Let's let's put them all on the payroll. Let's get them all. It's it's just a show of of Chris's Booker, <laughs> a rotating Chris Booker. Ugh. What do you have to say, Chris? Not much, Book. No. <laughs> on to you, Chris. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry to say that uh, Christopher Booker, the British journalist, uh, has passed away. Mm. It appears that he, uh, yeah, he died in 2019. We just missed him. But it also says here in his Wikipedia that uh, he was a global warming denier. Uh, He also (laughs) wrote extensively about disputing the link between smoking and cancer and the dangers posed by asbestos. Okay, well, we probably need another one of those. So maybe our baby naming podcast can... uh, Juice, juice the market, as you said earlier, with Chris Booker's. <laughs> we do a baby naming podcast, but then every baby comes out of Chris Booker. Yeah. Then we've got some irons in the fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to go with CB as initials just because it's so cool. If they don't like either Chris or Booker is the name they they would be called, uh, then they can be CBs. Mm-hmm. CB Booker. And he's a country music star and and uh <laughs> drives a Talent big rig. Scout. yeah he, he drives an 18 wheeler from town to town he's, he's got to have a about... presence all over dixiana to you know do the the work he does doing a duet with dolly parton well i'm just a simple juggalo <laughs> Mm. 
All right, you got another one here? Yeah, this Hit one me. is inside of 69. <laughs> inside of 69. But uh, the 69 has an apostrophe in front of it, so I'm, I'm guessing they're talking about 1969. Or it could be 1869. Yeah. 1769? Maybe this is... It's no, a podcast. None of those centuries had a Brian Adams. Yeah. But maybe they had a Brian Adams analog, and we could find it. Brian and Adams it, would like you to think that Robin Hood was his analog from the... And the Three Musketeers. Maybe that's what we do. We get Brian Adams on here to talk about who from history was the Brian Adams of each summer of 69. Oh, yeah. Who's who among Brian Adams throughout the years? <laughs> which one of the three which one of the three musketeers do you think was the Brian Adams of the bunch? Um, whichever one was the key for Sutherland. I'm I'm going to guess that that was I believe that was Athos. Athos. Okay. Yeah. Wait, who else was in that movie? Oliver, Oliver Platt. Platt and Charlie Sheen were the Charlie Sheen. And then, Which I think uh, Charlie Sheen was Aramis and uh, Oliver Platt was Porthos. Clearly Porthos. Yeah. <laughs> he was the original and Jack O'Donnell Porkin. was the D'Artagnan. <clears throat> yeah. Inside of 69. I think that one just came together right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wrote that one down and I was like, Everybody knows what this is. Like, I, this this is probably one of the ones that is already a podcast. I, I probably shouldn't say this. Yeah. And then we didn't make it about sex. It's clearly not Brian about it. There's a, an apostrophe in front of the 69. It'd yeah. just be disrespectful to suggest that it was uh, Oliver Platt and Charlie Sheen going to town on this, <laughs> the Three Musketeers. <laughs> All right, here's what we got. As heard on podcast, let us name your baby. Who's who in podcasting? Celebrity height guessers. What's the point of Heathcliff? Man of the Horn. Dollywood podcast Charlie. Kick-ass news to us with Chris Booker. Or Inside of 69. Some good ones. <laughs> There's a lot of good material here. Boy, oh boy. Um, I, there is a, a big part of me that wants to uh, do the deep dive on Heathcliff. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Heathcliff could be the the winner. I think Heathcliff and uh, a Man of the Horn are the two that I'd, I'd really like to get into. <laughs> I, hmm. You want to do a, 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 a classic... Uh, a little of column A, a little of column B, and uh Yeah, would you uh contrast and compare between Chuck Mangione and yeah. uh everyone's second favorite orange cat, Heathcliff. Cat of the horn or uh Cat of uh, the Horn. Mm, I'm trying to think of something with flugel, but it doesn't rhyme with a lot. Yeah. Mondays feel so good. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be whatever we come up with in the intermediary period that connotes this is a podcast about everyone's second favorite cat and everyone's first favorite flugelhorn player. Yeah. So, uh, folks, if you want to if you want to hear our Heathcliff slash Chuck Mangione podcast, you can uh, head over to Patreon dot com. Uh, once you're there, uh, you'll find the vault where we keep all of our ideas and there's uh, like a hundred of them now or something like that. Anyways, they're all there. And uh, if you support us, you'll get an extra, extra special peek at uh, us trying to come up with a podcast every week. And uh, other than that, please remember to call us at uh, 702 podcast, write into us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. 
And uh, hey, why don't you leave us a review on iTunes? Just let us know how we're doing. Give us a five star. All right. Uh, that's it, right? Anything else? That's all I have. I'll even accept a four star on the review as long as you actually have constructive criticism and you don't just aren't, aren't just mean to me. All right. That would work. That, yeah. All right. That, so there you go, folks. Happy New Year's. Thank you. Bye.